irreverent, entertaining, cool. You're listening to LA Talk Radio. You can support Sapphire Planet by visiting the online store at sapphireplanet.com. Welcome. Your journey is just beginning. You are now entering the Sapphire Planet. The Sapphire Planet. Napoleon Bonaparte was born August 15, 1769, and died May 5, 1821. Was a French military and political leader who rose to prominence during the French Revolution and its associated wars. As Napoleon I, he was Emperor of the French from 1804 until 1814, and again in 1815. Napoleon dominated European affairs for nearly two decades while leading France against a series of coalitions in the Revolutionary Wars and the Napoleonic Wars, He won a large majority of his 60 major battles and seized control of most of continental Europe before his ultimate defeat in 1815. One of the greatest commanders in history, his campaigns are studied at military schools worldwide and he remains one of the most celebrated and controversial political figures in Western history. In civil affairs, Napoleon implemented several liberal reforms across Europe, including the abolition of feudalism, the establishment of legal equality and religious toleration, and the legalization of divorce. His last legal achievement, the Napoleonic Code, has been adapted by dozens of nations around the world. Napoleon was born on the island of Corsica to a relatively modest family of noble Italian ancestry. From 1789, Napoleon supported the revolution and tried to spread its ideals to Corsica, but he was banished from the island in 1793. In 1795, he saved the French government from collapse 
by firing on the Parisian mobs with cannons, an event known as 13 Vendemer. The Directory then appointed him as General of the Army of Italy at age 26. After marrying Josephine de Buharnius in March of 1796, he started the Italian military campaign and scored a series of decisive victories that made him famous throughout Europe. In 1798, he launched a military expedition to Egypt, conquering the Ottoman province with a critical victory at the Battle of the Pyramids and facilitating the rise of modern Egyptology. The Directory collapsed when Napoleon and his supporters engineered a coup in November of 1799. He was installed as the first consul of the consulate and progressively extended his personal control over France. A victory over the Austrians at the Battle of Marengo in 1800 cemented his political power. The consulate witnessed a number of achievements for Napoleon, such as the Concordat of 1801 with the Catholic Church and the Treaty of Amiens in 1802. In 1804, the Senate declared him Emperor of the French, setting the stage for the French Empire. Intractable differences with the British meant that by 1805, the French were facing a third coalition. Napoleon shattered this coalition with decisive victories in the Ulm campaign and his historic triumph at the Battle of Austerlitz. The Peace of Pressburg culminated in the elimination of the millennial Holy Roman Empire. In October 1805, however, a combined Franco-Spanish fleet was destroyed at the Battle of Trafalgar, allowing Britain to impose a naval blockade of the French coasts. In retaliation, Napoleon established the Continental System in 1806 to cut off European trade with Britain, and the Fourth Coalition took up arms against him. The French crushed the Prussians at the Battle of Jena and Osterdet, in October of 1806, while in June of 1807, Napoleon annihilated another Russian army at the Battle of Friedland. This forced the Russians to the peace table with the treaties of Tilitz in July of 1806 and 1807, often regarded as the high watermark of the French Empire. Napoleon tried to compel Portugal to follow the continental system by sending an army into Iberia. In 1808, he declared his brother Joseph Bonaparte the King of Spain, which precipitated the outbreak of the Peninsular War, widely noted for its brutal guerrilla warfare. In 1809, the Austrians launched another attack on the French. Napoleon defeated them at the Battle of Wagram, dissolving the fifth coalition formed against France. After the Treaty of Schronsbrunn in the fall of 1809, he divorced Josephine and married Austrian Princess Marie Louise in 1810. By 1811, Napoleon ruled over 70 million people across an empire that had near total domination in Europe, which had not witnessed this level of political consolidation since the days of the Roman Empire. 
he maintained his strategic status through a series of alliances and family appointments to royal households. Napoleon launched a new aristocracy in France while allowing for the return of nobles who had been forced into exile by the revolution. Escalating tensions over the existence of a Polish state and the continental system led to a renewed enmity with Russia. To enforce this blockade, Napoleon launched an invasion of Russia in 1812 that ended in catastrophic failure for the French. In early 1813, Prussia and Russia joined forces to fight against France, with the Austrians also joining in this sixth coalition later that year. In October 1813, a large Allied army defeated Napoleon at the Battle of Litzbig. The next year, the Allies launched an invasion of France and captured Paris, forcing Napoleon to abdicate in April of 1814. He was exiled to the island of Elba. The Bourbons were restored to power and the French lost most territories they had conquered since the Revolution. However, Napoleon escaped from Elba in February of 1815 and returned to lead the French government, only to find himself at war against another coalition. This new coalition decisively defeated him at the Battle of Waterloo in June. He attempted to flee to the United States, but the British blocked his escape route. He surrendered to British custody and spent the last six years of his life in confinement on the remote island of St. Helena. His death at the, in 1821, at the age of 51, was received by shock and grief throughout Europe and the New World. In 1840, roughly one million people lined the streets of Paris to witness his remains, returning to France where they still reside at Les Invalides. Napoleon was born on August 15, 1769, to Carlo Maria de Bonaparte and Maria Lezia Romalina in his family's ancestral home, Casa Bonaparte, in Ajaccio, the capital of the island of Corsica. He was their fourth child and third son. This was a year after the island was transferred to French by the Republic of Genoa, was christened Napoleon de Bonaparte, probably named after an uncle. An older brother who did not survive infancy was the first of the sons to be called Napoleon. In his 20s, he adopted the more French-sounding Napoleon Bonaparte. The Corsican Bonapartes were descended from minor Italian nobility of Tuscan origin who had come to Corsica from Linguria in the 16th century. His father, noble Carlo Bonaparte, an attorney, was named Corsica's representative to the court of Louis XVI in the year 1777. The dominant influence of Napoleon's childhood was his mother, 
Letizia Romanolina, whose firm discipline restrained a rambunctious child. Napoleon's maternal grandmother had married into the Swiss Fesch family, and in her second marriage, and Napoleon's uncle, the later Cardinal Joseph Fesch, would fulfill the role as protector of the Bonaparte family for some years. He had an elder brother, Joseph, and younger siblings, Lucien, Elisa, Louis, Pauline, Caroline, and Jerome. A boy and girl were born before Joseph, but died in infancy. Napoleon was baptized as a Catholic. Napoleon's noble, moderately affluent background afforded him greater opportunities to study than were available to a typical Corison at that time. In January 1799, Napoleon was enrolled in a religious school in Autun. In May, he was admitted to a military academy at Brienne-le-Chateau. He always spoke with a marked Corsican accent and never learned to spell French properly. Napoleon was teased by other students for his accent and applied himself to reading. An examiner observed that Napoleon has always been distinguished for his application in mathematics. He is fairly well acquainted with history and geography. This would make the boy an excellent sailor. On completion of his studies in Brienne in 1784, Napoleon was admitted to the elite École Militaire in Paris. He trained to become an artillery officer and, when his father's death reduced his income, was forced to complete the two-year course in one year. He was the first Corsican to graduate from École Militaire. He was examined by the famed scientist Pierre Salmon Laplace. Upon graduating in September of 1785, Bonaparte was commissioned a second lieutenant in La Fierre Artillery Regiment. He served in Valence and Exxon until after the outbreak of the Evolution in 1789 and took nearly two years' leave in Corsico and Paris during this period. A fervent Corsican nationalist, Bonaparte wrote to the Corsican leader Pasquale Paoli in May of 1789, As the nation was perishing, I was born. 30,000 Frenchmen were vomited on our shores, drowning the throne of liberty in waves of blood. Such was the odious sight which was the first to strike me. He spent the early years of the revolution in Corsica, fighting in a complex three-way struggle among royalists, revolutionaries, and Corsican nationalists. He supported the Jacobian fraction and gained command over a battalion of volunteers. Despite exceeding his leave of absence and leading a riot against the French army in Corsica, the French promoted him to captain in the regular army in July of 1792. He returned to Corsica and came into conflict with Paoli, who decided to split with France 
and sabotage the French assault on the Sardinian island of La Magdalena. Bonaparte and his family fled to the French mainland in June of 1793 because of the split with Pelé. In July of 1793, Bonaparte published a pro-Republican pamphlet, Le Super de Bicure, Supper at Bouquer, which gained him the support of Augustin Robespierre, younger brother of the revolutionary leader Maximilien Robespierre. With the help of his fellow Corsican, Antonio Cristofi Saliciente, Bonaparte was appointed military commander of the Republican forces at the siege of Toulon. He adopted a plan to capture a hill where the Republican guns could dominate the city's harbor and force the British to evacuate. The assault on the position, during which Bonaparte was wounded in the thigh, led to the capture of the city. He was promoted to brigadier general at the age of 24. Catching the attention of the Committee of Public Safety, he was put in charge of the artillery of France's Army of Italy. Whilst waiting for his confirmation of his post, Napoleon spent time as inspector of coastal fortifications on the Mediterranean coast near Marseille. He devised plans for attacking the Kingdom of Sardinia as part of France's campaign against the First Coalition. Augustin Robespierre and Soliciete were ready to listen to the freshly promoted artillery general. Carrying out Bonaparte's plan in the Battle of Sanyargo in April of 1794, the French army advanced to seize Ormia in the mountains. From Ormia, they thrust west to outflank the Austro-Sardinian positions around Sourage. Later, Augustin Robespierre sent Bonaparte on a mission to the Republic of Genoa to determine that country's intentions towards France. Following the falls of the Robespierres in the Thermidorian reaction in July of 1794, one account alleges that Bonaparte was put under house arrest at Nice for his association with the brothers. Napoleon's secretary, Maurienne, disputes this allegation in his memoirs. According to his secretary, jealousy between the Army of the Alps and the Army of Italy, which whom Napoleon was second at the time, was responsible. After an impassioned defense in a letter Bonaparte dispatched to representatives Saliciete and Albidi, he was acquitted of any wrongdoing. He was released within two weeks and due to his technical skills was asked to draw plans to attack Italian positions in the context of France's war with Austria. He also took part in an expedition to take back Corsica from the British, but the French were repulsed by the Royal Navy. Bonaparte became engaged to Desiree Clary, whose sister Julie Clary had married Bonaparte's elder brother Joseph. In April 1795, he was assigned to the Army of the West, which was engaged in the war in the Viende, a civil war 
a royalist counter-revolution in Vendée, a region in west-central France on the Atlantic Ocean. As an infantry command, it was a demotion from artillery general, for which the army already had a full quota, and he pleaded poor health to avoid the infantry command posting. He was moved back to the Bureau of Topography of the Committee of Public Safety and sought, unsuccessfully, to be transferred to Constantinople in order to offer his services to the Sultan. During this period, he wrote a romantic novella, Clisions et Eugene, about a soldier and his lover, in a clear parallel to Bonaparte's own relationship with Desiree. On September 15th, Bonaparte was removed from the list of generals in regular service for his refusal to serve on the Vendée campaign. He faced a difficult financial situation and reduced career prospects. On October 3rd, royalists in Paris declared a rebellion against the National Convention. Paul Barras, a leader of the Thermidorian reaction, knew of Bonaparte's military exploits at Toulon and gave him command of the improvised forces in defense of the convention in the Tuileries Palace. Having seen the massacre of the king's Swiss guard there three years earlier, he realized artillery would be the key to its defense. He ordered a young cavalry officer, Jakob Murat, to seize large cannons and use them to repel the attackers on October 5, 1795. Thirteen Vendemar in the French Republic calendar. After 1,400 royalists died, the rest fled. He had cleared the streets with a whiff of grape shot, according to the 19th century historian Thomas Carlyle in his book, The French Revolution, A History. The defeat of the Royalist insurrection extinguished the threat to the convention and earned Bonaparte's sudden fame, wealth, and the patronage of the new government, the Directory. Murat married one of his sisters and became his brother-in-law. He also served under Napoleon as one of his generals. Bonaparte was promoted to commander of the interior and given command of the army of Italy. Within weeks, he was romantically attached to the former mistress of Barras, Josephine de Buharianius. The couple married on March 9, 1796, in a civil ceremony. Two days after the marriage, Bonaparte left Paris to take command of the Army of Italy. He immediately went on the offensive, hoping to defeat the forces of Piedmont before the Austrian allies could intervene. In a series of rapid victories during the Montaillet campaign, he knocked Piedmont out of the war in two weeks. The French then focused on Austrians for the remainder of the war, the highlight of which became the protracted struggle for Mantua. The Austrians launched a series of offenses against the French to break the siege, but 
Napoleon defeated every relief effort, scoring notable victories at the battles of Castillon, Basson, Arco, and Rivoli. The decisive French triumph at Rivoli in January 1797 led to the collapse of the Austrians' position in July in Italy. The next phase of the campaign featured the French invasion of the Habsburgs' heartlands. The French forces in southern Germany had been defeated by the Archduke Charles in 1796, but the latter withdrew his forces to protect Vienna after learning about Napoleon's assault. In the first notable encounters between the two commanders, Napoleon pushed back his opponent and advanced deep into Austrian territory after winning the Battle of Tarvis in March of 1797. Alarmed by the French thrust that reached all the way into Leoben, about 100 kilometers from Vienna, the Austrians finally decided to sue for peace. The Treaty of Leoben, followed by more comprehensive Treaty of Campo Formia, gave France control of most of northern Italy and the Low Countries, and a secret clause promised the Republic of Venice to Austria. Bonaparte marched on Venice and forced its surrender, ending Venice's 1,000 years of independence. He also authorized the French to loot treasures, such as the horses of St. Mark. Napoleon's application of conventional military ideas to real-world situations enabled his military triumphs such as creative use of artillery as a mobile force to support his infantry. He remarked later in life that, I have fought 60 battles, and I have learned nothing which I did not know at the beginning. Look at Caesar. He fought the first like he fought the last. Bonaparte could win battles by concealment of troop deployments and concentration of his forces on the hinge of an enemy's weakened front. If he could not use his favorite envelopment strategy, he would take up the central position and attack the two cooperating forces at their hinge, swing around to fight one until it fled, and then turn to face the other. In this Italian campaign, Bonaparte's army captured 150,000 prisoners, 540 cannons, and 170 standards. Remember, standards in that time were known as war flags. The French army fought 67 actions and won 18 pitched battles through superior artillery technology and Bonaparte's tactics. During the campaign, Bonaparte became increasingly influential in French politics. He founded two newspapers, one for the troops in his army and another for circulation in France. The royalists attacked Bonaparte for looting Italy and warned he might become a dictator. Bonaparte sent General Pierre Aguirre to Paris to lead a coup d'etat and purge the royalists on September 4th, coup of 18 Fricotor. This left Barreras and his Republican allies in control again, but dependent on Bonaparte, who proceeded to peace negotiations with Austria. 
These negotiations resulted in the Treaty of Campo Formia, and Bonaparte returned to Paris in December as a hero. He met Talleyrand, France's new foreign minister, who would later serve in the same capacity for Emperor Napoleon, and began to prepare for the invasion of Britain. After two months of planning, Bonaparte decided France's naval power was not yet strong enough to confront the Royal Navy. He decided on a military expedition to seize Egypt and thereby undermine Britain's access to its trade interests in India. Bonaparte wished to establish a French presence in the Middle East with the ultimate dream of linking with a Muslim enemy of British in India, Tipu Sultan. Napoleon assured the director that as soon as he had conquered Egypt, he will establish relationships with the Indian princes and together with them attack the English in their possessions. The directory agreed in order to secure a trade route to India. In May of 1798, Bonaparte was elected a member of the French Academy of Sciences. His Egyptian expedition included a group of 167 scientists mathematicians, naturalists, chemists, and geodeists among them. Their discoveries include the Rosetta Stone, and their work was published in the Description de Egypt in 1809. En route to Egypt, Bonaparte reached Malta on June 9, 1798, then controlled by the Knights Hospitaller. Grandmaster Ferdinand de Homschwitz in Bolheim surrendered after a token resistance, and Bonaparte captured an important naval base with only the loss of only three men. General Bonaparte and his expedition eluded pursuit by the Royal Navy and on July 1st landed in Alexandria. He fought the Battle of Shrubakit against the Malgluks, which was Egypt's ruling military caste. This helped the French practice their defensive tactics for the Battle of the Pyramids, fought on July 21st, about 24 kilometers or 15 miles from the pyramids. General Bonaparte's forces of 25,000 men roughly equaled those of the Mamluks' Egyptian cavalry. 29 French and approximately 2,000 Egyptians were killed. The victory boosted the morale of the French army. On August 1st, the British fleet under Horatio Nelson captured or destroyed all but two French vessels in the Battle of the Nile, and Bonaparte's goal of a strengthened French position in the Mediterranean was crushed. His army had succeeded in a temporary increase of French power in Egypt, though it faced repeated uprisings. In early 1799, he moved an army into the Ottoman province of Damascus. Bonaparte led these 13,000 French soldiers in the conquest of the coastal towns of Arish, Gaza, Jaffa, and Haifa. The attack on Jaffa was particularly brutal. Bonaparte, on discovering many of the defenders were former prisoners of war, Obstantially on parole, ordered the garrison and 1,400 prisoners to be executed by bayonet or drowning to save bullets. 
Men, women, and children were robbed and murdered for three days. With his army weakened by disease, mostly bubonic plague, and poor supplies, Bonaparte was unable to reduce the fortress of Arche and returned to Egypt in May. To speed up the retreat, he ordered plague-stricken men to be poisoned. Back in Egypt on July 25th, Bonaparte defeated an Ottoman amphibious invasion at Apukar. While in Egypt, Bonaparte stayed informed of European affairs. He learned that France had suffered a series of defeats in the war of the Second Coalition. On August 24, 1799, he took advantage of the temporary departure of British ships from French coastal ports and set sail for France, despite the fact he had received no explicit orders from Paris. The army was left in the charge of Jean-Baptiste Kleber. Unknown to Bonaparte, the directory had sent him orders to return to ward off possible invasions of French soil, but poor lines of communication prevented the delivery of these messages. By the time he reached Paris in October, France's situation had been improved by a series of victories. The Republic, however, was bankrupt, and the ineffective directory was unpopular with the French population. The directory discussed Bonaparte's desertion, but was too weak to punish him. Despite his failures in Egypt, Napoleon returned to a hero's welcome. In alliance with the director, Emmanuel Joseph Sirius, his brother Lucien, the Speaker of the Council of 500, Roger Ducos, another director, Joseph Fouche, and Talleyrand, he overthrew the directory by a coup d'etat on November 9, 1799, and closed down the Council of 500. Napoleon became the first council for 10 years with two councils appointed by him who had consultative voices only. His power was confirmed by the new constitution of the year 8, originally devised by Sias to give Napoleon a minor role, but rewritten by Napoleon and accepted by direct popular vote, 3 million in favor, 1,567 opposed. Hmm. The Constitution preserved the appearance of a republic, but in reality established a dictatorship. Napoleon immediately set up a dictatorship. He drafted the Constitution of the year 8 and secured his own election to the First Council and took up residence at the Tuileries. The Constitution was reproved, approved in a rigged plebiscite held in the following January, with 99.94% officially listed as voting yes. In 1800, Bonaparte and his troops crossed the Alps into Italy. The campaign had began badly for the French, after Bonaparte made strategic errors. One force was left besieged at Genoa, but managed to hold out and thereby occupy Austrian resources. This effort and French General Louis de Salle's timely reinforcement 
allowed Bonaparte narrowly to avoid defeat and to triumph over the Austrians in June at the significant Battle of Marengo. Bonaparte's brother, Joseph, led the peace negotiation in Lunesville and reported that Austria, emboldened by British support, would not recognize France's newly gained territory. As negotiations became increasingly fractious, Bonaparte gave orders to his general Monroe to strike Austria once more. Monroe led forced France to victories at Hohenlinden. As a result, the Treaty of Lunville was signed on February 1801. The French gains of the Treaty of Campo Formia were reaffirmed and increased. In 1801, Napoleon became president of the Academy of the French Academy of Sciences and appointed Jean-Baptiste Joseph de Lambre as its permanent secretary. France and Britain signed the Treaty of Amiens in March of 1802. This called for the withdrawal of British troops from most colonial territories it had recently occupied. Bolstered by this treaty, Napoleon was made first counsel for life on May 10th, with an implausible 99.8 voting in his favor. His powers were increased by the Constitution of the year 10, including Article 1, the first French people name, and the Senate proclaims Napoleon Bonaparte first counsel for life. After this, he was generally referred to as Napoleon rather than Bonaparte. The peace with Britain proved to be uneasy and short-lived. Britain did not evacuate Malta as promised and protested against Bonaparte's annexation of Piedmont and his act of mediation, which established a new Swiss confederation, though neither of these territories were covered by the treaty. The dispute culminated in a declaration of war by Britain in May 1803, and he reassembled the invasion camp at Boulogne. St. Dominique had managed to acquire a high-level political autonomy during the Revolutionary Wars, with Toussaint Levateur installing himself as de facto dictator in 1801. Napoleon saw his chance to recuperate the formerly wealthy colony when he signed the Treaty of Amiens. Under the terms of the treaty, Napoleon agreed to appease British demands by not abolishing slavery in any colonies where the 1794 decree had not been implemented. The resulting law of 20 May of May 20th never applied to the colonies like Guadalupe or Guyane, even though rogue generals and other officials used the pretext of peace as an opportunity to reinstate slavery in some of these places. The law of May 20th officially restored the slave trade to the Caribbean colonies, not slavery itself. Napoleon sent an expedition under General Leclerc designed to reassert control over St. Dominique. Although the French managed to capture Toussaint Louverture, the expedition failed when high rates of disease crippled the French army. In May 1803, the last 8,000 French troops left the island and the slaves proclaimed an independent republic that they called Haiti in 1804. Seeing the failure of this colonial efforts, 
Napoleon decided in 1803 to sell Louisiana Territory to the United States, instantly doubling the size of the United States. The selling price of the Louisiana Purchase was less than three cents per acre for a total of $15 million. Not bad. Napoleon faced royalists and Japonian plots as France's ruler, including the Conspiration des Poingers, or Daggers Plot, in October of 1800, and the plot for Rue Saint-Niesquet, also known as the Infernal Machine, two months later. In January 1804, his police uncovered the assassination plot against him, which involved Monroe and which was substantially sponsored by the Bourbon former rulers of France. On the advice of Talleyrand, Napoleon ordered the kidnapping of Louis Antillon, Duke of Enten, in violation of neighboring Baden sovereignty. After a secret trial, the Duke was executed, even though he had not been involved in the plot. Napoleon used the plot to justify the recreation of Herody monarchy in France with himself as emperor. He believed a Bourbon restoration would be more difficult if the Bonaparte's succession was entrenched in the Constitution. Napoleon was elected emperor of the French in a plebiscite held in November. Since there would be an error, it would also make it all but impossible to change the regime by assassinating a Napoleon. He was crowned by Pope Pius VII as Napoleon I on December 2, 1804, at Notre Dame in Paris, and then crowned Josephine Empress. According to legend, Napoleon seized the crown out of the hands of the Pope at the last minute and crowned himself to avoid being subjected to papal authority. However, this story is acryphal. The coronation procedure had been agreed in advance, Ludwig von Beethoven, a longtime admirer, was disappointed at this turn towards imperialism and scratched his dedication to Napoleon from his third symphony. At Milan Cathedral on May 26, 1805, Napoleon was crowned King of Italy with the Iron Crown of Lombardy. He created 18 marshals of the empire from amongst his top generals to secure the allegiance of the army. Great Britain broke the peace of Amiens and declared war on France in May of 1803. In December 1804, an Anglo-Swedish agreement became the first steps towards the creation of a third coalition. By April 1805, Britain had signed an alliance with Russia, having been defeated twice in recent memory by France and wanting revenge. Austria joined the coalition a few months later. Before the formation of the Third Coalition, Napoleon had assembled an invasion force, the Army d'Angleterre, around six camps at Boulogne in northern France. He intended to use this invasion force to strike at England. Although they never invaded, Napoleon's troops received careful and invaluable training for future military operations. That men at Boulogne formed the core for what Napoleon would later call 
La Grande Armée. At the start, this French army had about 200,000 men organized into seven corps, which were large field units that came, contained 36 to 40 cannons each and were capable of independent action until other corps could come to the rescue. A single corps properly situated in a strong defensive position could survive at least a day without support, given the Grand Army's countless strategic and tactical operations on every command campaign. On top of these forces, Napoleon created a cavalry reserve of 22,000 organized in two cursier divisions, four mounted dragoon divisions, and one division of dismounted dragons, and one light cavalry, all supported by 24 artillery pieces. By 1805, the Grand Armée had grown to a force of 350,000 men who were well-equipped, well-trained, and led by competent officers. Napoleon knew the French fleet could not defeat the Royal Navy in a head-to-head battle, so he planned to lure it away from the English Channel through diversionary tactics. The main strategic idea involved the French Navy escaping from the British blockades of Toulon and Brest and threatening to attack the, the West Indies. In the face of this attack, it was hoped, the British would weaken the defense of the Western approaches by sending ships to the Caribbean, allowing a combined Franco-Spanish fleet to take control of the channel long enough for French armies to cross and invade. However, the plan unraveled after the British victory at the Battle of Cape Finisterre in July of 1805. French Admiral Villeneuve then returned to Cadiz instead of linking up with the French naval forces at Brest for an attack on the English Channel. By August 1805, Napoleon had realized that the strategic situation had changed fundamentally. Facing a potential invasion from his continental enemies, he decided to strike first and turn his army's sights from the English Channel to the Rhine. His basic objective was to destroy the isolated Austrian armies in southern Germany before their Russian allies could arrive. On September 25th, after great secrecy and feverish marching, 200,000 French troops began to cross the Rhine on a front 260 kilometers or 160 miles wide. Karl Mack, the Austrian commander, had gathered the greater part of the Austrian army at the fortress of Ulm in Swabia. Napoleon swung his forces to the southeast and the Grand Army performed an elaborate wheeling movement that outflanked the Austrian positions. The Ulm maneuver completely surprised General Mack, who belatedly understood that his army had been cut off. After some minor engagements that culminated in the Battle of Ulm, Mack finally surrendered after realizing there was no way to break out of the French encirclement. For just 2,000 French casualties, Napoleon had managed to capture a total of 60,000 Austrian soldiers though his, through his army's rapid marching. The Ulm campaign is generally regarded as a strategic masterpiece and was influential in the development of the Schefflin plan of the late 19th century. For the French, this spectacular victory on land was soured by the decisive victory of the Royal Navy 
attained at the Battle of Trafalgar on October 21st. After Trafalgar, Britain had total domination of the seas for the duration of the Napoleonic Wars. Your journey is now ending. You are now leaving the Sapphire Planet. Goodbye from the Sapphire Planet. Own a piece of the planet. Now you can purchase Sapphire Planet merchandise online at sapphireplanet.com.